All right, you're listening to the King Inc. podcast, and I'm Helen Wilgo. King Inc. is Sunderland's monthly spoken word and poetry night. You'll find us at Pop Rex on the second Thursday night of every month. Let's crack on. Grandkids, Gary the Hat. I've tried all the drugs, I've smoked all the weed, sampled all the alcohol and taken the speed, cocaine and ketamine, LSD and mushrooms too, but even the ecstasy doesn't have a patch on you, grandkids. They make me smile, they make it all worthwhile, never felt so good those drugs were wood, compared to the high of you. But like a four-day festival I need to recover, even from one night after having you over, grandkids. It's them on drugs. Speed and LSD, they're full of energy, hallucinating when they see me. They see a trampoline, a bouncy castle, a soft play area, and a giant that can get things that they can't reach. Grandkids. Adventures in Wordle by Jilly Harrison Choose five letters to make a word. It isn't hard when you're a nerd. The trick is in the starting guess, an A, an E, a T, an S. The constant consonants and verbal vowels, the letter's black if you go foul. It's yellow if you just misplaced. The gold is green correctly spaced. Starting today with something great, I try a tree, the mighty larch. A little stump to let's patchwork played, I butter myself to plant some flora. Early morning brain was quite a gain, encouraging a second try quite rapid. Surely three is a given win, but a quick scan leaves me in a spin. This isn't a word, it just can't be, with the remaining letters nothing to see, until it comes to me. The perfect ratio. Another day, another wordle, feeling deep so went with ocean. Loads of choice could be many, slept in a bit and feeling tardy. That is to stay, but where today? Gonna have to give my all, cooling off I wrap around a shawl. Still not there, another bash, fingers crossed that this will smash. Here we go, half asleep and dream, nothing to lose, all the world's a stage. I'd rather be lying on the beach, going for a blinder peaky, Better try something a bit more leafy. Ready to rise, I risk a relax, feeling carefree, the fear I will flout. With measured meaning, I am a mogul, learning to live, I lean towards locus. Feeling slightly hazy from last night, my brain is not engaged enough to gauge. This is hard work that I can't dodge, feel precariously on a ledge. An Easter Sunday lie-in is such a treat, not a great start, but I'll play it along. Another word, this is quite the chain, totally stumped again, resorting to letters in random combination and hoping for the best. This is a right snafu, not that I knew, must be a test. Waking early, but no wiser, feeling queer, going under. Starting place, there's no place like earth, a poor choice, choose walk the plank. Didn't win big, so let's big up small. To get it right, I rightly have no qualm. On holiday, I've had a blast. It's nearly breakfast, bring home the bacon. Better keep things boldly broad. Out the box, I brandish borax. Starting in the early morning light, can't be what I really meant. Looking for inspiration in the tarot. Going for gold with solid carrot. Striker, Kevin Robson. He always had the furthest window seat away from the door. Close to the fire, opposite the bar ready for his next pour. Didn't really stand out at first, part of the fixes and fittings. He would have made a good spy. It was a decent bar fronting a village green, and there was a stone plinth outside, 
where a pit wheel had once been. Inside was all old timber and blackened stone, a loud clock, and dust floating through the intruding sun. I took a window seat two tables along, because I liked a neb as well. He just kept blankly window gazing, but I could feel his eyes. But when I looked across at him, his eyes just fell. One of those with the skill of seeing everything without watching. He never ordered a drink, served with a prearranged sign, a slight nod, raise of an eyebrow, two beer mats placed in line. I love characters, quiet confidence, lined faces, a sense of belonging, a feeling of ownership. Part of the success of these little places, punters sit awaiting a little gem or a dry quip. After three weeks, I caught him out. I left the bar, but turning back for the phone, he was saying, Aye, he likes a drop of your stout. She's smiling while he's straight back for another one. And that was it, a miracle cure, he could speak. Ice broke and I grinned. See us both next week. When I went back, I got a glance and a definitive nod. No formal introduction, but a cheeky, your stout's looking grey. Aye, a bit like Forrest last week then. What a squad. Shaking his head. If they played outside here, I'd look away. And that's how it began. Our blokey banter and timeless crack. A man of information. Never personal though. Nuggets of life poured from his barroom quack. Enough, enough I'd say. That can't be true. And he just smiled. I know stuff. I always do. When I told him it's the best education I'd ever had, he laughed. Call me striker son. For a townie, you're not all bad. So after 12 weeks we were finally introduced on a nightly pair and I went to see Stryker every week, foul weather or fair. In November he disappeared, but there was scant info from the bar. It's happened before. He'll rally round and will keep his seat free. He's a fair age, you know. He's probably just feeling a bit under par. He never came back. Then in passing I noticed the new sapling tree. Over a grey stout she explained that he had no family, that the bar was his home, and now he's outside here with me. A while later, the bar replaced by housing, but the little green still left intact, and when I passed, I told my passengers, that's Striker's tree. They'd say, ah, I made it up again, and I smiled. I just know stuff. It's a fact. The Hot Fat Utopia Timeline by A.J. McKenna I think the problem started when we got rid of chip pans. My mum used to say that if my dad had ever hit her or whatever, she would pour the hot chip fat on his face while he slept. You can't do that with an air fryer. Yes, chip pan fryers were a menace, but the threat kept men in line. At the first sign of incel leanings or violence, they could swiftly be disposed of, their fate a warning to other dudes not to try any funny business. In another universe, the campaign to demonise the chip pan never happened. The population were too smart and too faithful to the well-cooked spud to fall for it when expat German scientists working for McCain invented and pushed oven chips. The convenience of the bulky, static, deep-fat fryer was likewise rejected, and its air-based variant, in reality, rather like the vapes whose rise it coincided with, a clever form of oven, never even got off the ground. In that timeline, Brett Kavanagh died of third-degree burns at law school. Johnny Depp breathed his last fatty mouthful in a flat in Camden in 1994. 
Boris Johnson narrowly survived his own encounter with the Liberty Lord early in his career at the Times, but it rendered him too untelegenic for producers at the BBC, who turned instead to the likeable Lib Dem politician Charles Kennedy to fill a guest slot on their flagship panel quiz. Donald Trump offed himself in terror at the thought he caught AIDS from sleeping with Roy Cohn to advance his career, which has nothing to do with the hot stuff itself, but I thought he'd want to know. The point is that somewhere out there in the multiverse, there's a paradise timeline, and it smells of chip fat. Not just a fancy word for nowhere. Some joke about safe spaces. Treat them as a form of pandering, a coddle for our mollies, a prize for throwing wobblies, an undeserved reward for those too weak to bother playing. But in doing so, we only expose our own privilege. Because safe space is everywhere, when your mobility doesn't depend on a chair, when you don't have to weigh the way high heels will help you pass against the fact they make it hard for you to run, when you and your friends look like everyone else in this town. Must be nice. All I can say is, never having truly felt that any space I've occupied is safe, I find it hard to imagine, but that doesn't mean we shouldn't start. Start working out what safe space looks like beyond the pub board jokes. A world free of the enormities with which we've learned to cope. A world of open, fearless celebration of our endless variation. Where the colour of our loved one's face, their gender, race, or where they place on spectra, if atypical, are never caused to not feel safe because we stopped excusing hate. It's the hard-nosed pose that's fake. There is a world that's all safe space. And it's a world that we can make and will, however long it takes. Thanks for listening to the King Inc. podcast. If you'd like to see the live show, sign up for Open Mic, or contribute to a future episode, you'll find us at Pop Rex in Sunderland, on the second Thursday of each month from 6 till 9pm. In the meantime, you can find us at King Inc. Spoken Word on Facebook, at King underscore Inc. underscore Poets on Twitter, and at King underscore Inc. underscore Spoken underscore Word on Insta. King Inc. was produced by James Whitman, with contributions from Gary the Hat, Jilly Harrison, Kevin Robson, and AJ McKenna? <laughs>